Leafy shadows flashed across the windshield, interspersed by the blinding strikes of sunlight that burned from the sky as my car passed beneath the heavy canopy of trees where I traveled the winding two-lane road. The closer I got, the harder my heart beat within the confines of my chest, and the shallower my breaths grew. Cinching down on the steering wheel, I peered out at the worn sign on the side of the road. Welcome to Gingham Lakes, Alabama where the grass is actually greener and the people are sweeter. Anxiety clawed through my nerves. It had been eleven years and what felt like a lifetime since I left the small city that could hardly be considered more than a town. I'd promised myself I'd never come back. And there I was. I just wished I had broken that promise sooner, not when it already felt as if it were too late. Earth to Rin! I jumped when the voice boomed through the car speakers, I was losing it. It seemed fitting. I'd been questioning my sanity ever since I'd signed on that dotted line. Are you there, or have I already lost you to the Deep South? Macy asked. I could almost see her raising a dark brow at me. You really are dead set on breaking my fragile heart, aren't you? She continued. You left me here to fend for myself, not a soul to go out with on Friday nights, and no one to make me miracle hangover breakfasts on Saturday mornings. That's a travesty. Don't you dare shred it more by pretending I don't even exist. BFFs, remember? Don't forget it, or I'll show up with the sole purpose of kicking your skinny ass. Oh, and to get back those black jeans I know you stole. I've been looking for them for the last two days. I bet you have them hidden at the bottom of one of those boxes. I wouldn't dare, I barely managed to tease through the thickness that lined my throat. Where those jeans probably are is under your bed in that disaster of a room. You're worse than a twelve-year-old boy. I was doing my best to inject a smile into my voice, but there was no disguising the hitch in my words as I rounded the bend and the town came into view in the valley below. Gingham Lakes. God, it was beautiful. My eyes went round and I came to an abrupt stop in her doorway. Are you sure that's what you want to wear? Sweeping a hand through the long pieces of my damp hair, I gave it my all to keep the panic out of my voice. Honestly, wasn't sure if I wanted to bust out laughing or drop to my knees and cry. Such was my life. We were already ten minutes late, and there she was on her bedroom floor wearing a hot pink tutu over a bathing suit. Uh-huh. We got to look so pretty for dance. Annie said all the best dancers wear leg warmies, and her mama bought her all the pretty colors, like a rainbow. She rambled as she tugged on the black high-top converse she talked me into at the mall last weekend. Right over a pair of old tube socks she must have found in one of my drawers. The hideous kind with the two blue stripes at the top that should have been burned years ago. So I got these. She rocked her heels on the ground as she sat back and admired her handiwork. She suddenly looked over at me with that smile that melted a crater right through the stone that was my heart. Her single tooth missing on the bottom row, and her attempt at a bun that looked like she'd just walked out of a windstorm were about the damned cutest things I'd ever seen. I'm the best dancer, right, Daddy? You're the best, prettiest dancer in the whole world, sweet pea Frankie Lee. I just was betting that uptight bitch Ms. Jeslin wouldn't agree. I'd already gotten one bullshit letter about appropriate ballet attire, which was strictly a black leotard with salmon tights without any runs in them. Apparently, Frankie wasn't living up to those standards. 
That was what I got for picking Frankie up late from mom's and then coming home and telling her to get ready while I grabbed a quick shower. I'd been at the work site the entire day, had been drenched in sweat and grease and grime, and was trying to put my best foot forward. Problem was, I was having a hard time figuring out how my best could ever be enough. I pressed my palms together in some kind of twisted prayer. Then I dropped them and blew out a resigned breath. All right, then. We need to get out of here before I get you in any more trouble. Frankie hopped onto her feet and threw her hands in the air. Ready! I chuckled beneath my breath, grabbed her dance bag from the pink bench right inside her room, slung it over my shoulder, and extended my hand. Let's go, tiny dancer.